Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, okay, here we go. You know, wh- what's important, What's what can be a huge part of your success is if you if you find a balance. If you find a balance in your life. That's, that's been very important for me. And I've really never phrased it this way until now, but I was kind of thinking about it after my wife and I. I mean, we set up one night recently, man. You know, I often come on here, and this is kind of an inspirational moment of the show, and I, I try to remind people about that most important relationship between you and God. And that's, that's the apex of it. That's, that's, the, that's the top of the crown. You gotta form the relationship with God. If you don't, everything else struggles. It's hard to be a good husband without God. It's hard to be a good family man without God. It's hard to be successful without God, man. It's hard to be hard to get through this thing called life without God. So that's clear. But at the same time, you can't talk about God 24-7. You got to go to work. Come on, man. Let's just be real. I ain't I ain't your pastor and I ain't at your church. But let's just be real about it. You know, people tell you you got to keep your mind stayed on him and all like that. That's that's a true statement. Got to keep your mind stayed in that area. I don't, I'm not here to tell you how to live, but you got to keep your mind stayed in that area of God, of doing the right thing, caring about people. That's what I took it as. Now, I could be wrong. I apologize if I'm not saying it the way you've been taught. I can only do me. Now, but after that, you got to go to work. You got to have some fun. You got to take care of your business. 
And that's the balance you have to find. So it, once you focus on shoring up your relationship with God, you got you to gotta balance this now. Now you got to allocate some time, I don't care who you are, for your family. If you're going to have a family, you got to allocate some time for them. See, we can't just marry these women or make these kids and then neglect them. And fellas, especially if I'm talking to men out here, and ladies, you can listen too, but uh, listen, if you find yourself struggling in your life, man, and you can't seem to get it together, let's just go over a couple of things. The first two things, if you find yourself struggling, you can't seem to pull it together and reach your goals and get to where you want to go, let's let's just do a, a check. How is your relationship with God? And then next, how much time are you taking to allocate for your family? Now, your family don't always live in your house. But if you made them, they're yours. And the responsibility to them is never lessened because you don't stay there no more. Because you and the girl broke up. You and the woman don't speak. That, hey, man, that don't ever release you from the obligation. Feel me when I'm telling you this now. Because I'm not telling you something I'm wondering about. I've had to live through them years. So two things you can start looking at. If you're not where you want to be and you ain't, you ain't really solid, you can't figure out why you keep spinning your wheels. Have you just done a random inventory, man? Have you just checked on your relationship with God? Have you checked on the time you're spending dedicated towards your family, your children that you created? If, if them two things is out of sync, man, that, that I can tell you right now, you can go on and get to explaining yourself away just like that. Hey, man, how come you ain't where you want to be? Well, because, man, I really ain't. Well, if you really ain't, then you really ain't. The third thing is you got to allocate the necessary time for your business. You got to handle your business. All of this, man, is, is the way it works. And the order, the order is God first. Family second. Then you got to handle all your business. But as men, this is what we do. If I don't handle my business, I can't take care of my family. True statement. But if your business is in front of your family, you out of order. Now, nah, that's all we're talking about now, ain't it? See, that's that's all we really saying here now, fellas. You know, you know, I mean, I mean, come on, man. You know, let's let's have a real conversation about being better. You know, if you done created these children, you got to handle your business. You may not like the girl no more. You and the woman might have broken up. Y'all might go your own way. But what that got to do with the child, though, man? You got to handle your business. They got to know who daddy is. That's your obligation, man. And God ain't letting you off the hook for that. Try it. Go ahead and try it. And, and think you're going to get off the hook with that. Because you're not, man. You're just not. I'm sorry, man. Dog, Steve, why you coming like that? Because I did it like that. I did it, man. I was over here trying to reshape my life, get myself up on my feet. When I was homeless, man, and trying to come back, man, I thought I had to take care of me first and then so I can neglect it. Caring about them kids. Man, that ain't how it worked, man. God kept his knee on my neck for a long time for that one right there till I finally learned the lesson. Hold up, man. Put these phone calls in. Go spend some time. Do something. And, and it started turning around for me. You know, I can't be there all the time because I am out here on the grind and the hustle. But at the same time, man, some more phone calls, some more letters, some more ha-ha-he-he's, 
something. Then take care of your business, man. You got to work hard to be successful. You know, I, sometimes I don't put that in there. I just live it and I expect my sons to emulate that. But I got to talk to them all the time. How hard you got to work to be something. It's an all-out assault on it, man. If you got a target in mind, you got a goal, you got to wake up every day trying to get there. And you can't get tired of it. Because it's, 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 it never ends. You're going to always be this way. That's how life is designed and set up. You got to be a hard worker, man. If you're always looking for some time to chill and, man, I want to go do what I want to do, you ain't going to make it. In order to be successful, you have to do a series of things that you're uncomfortable doing. And work is the thing that most of us are uncomfortable doing. It's so much easier to chill. Man, I wish I could kick back with a cigar, man, all the time. But I can't, man. I can't. Because I got to work. Then the last piece of the balance balance piece is you got to take some time out to enjoy yourself. But if you ain't where you want to be, you ain't got a lot of time to enjoy yourself. Quit thinking, man, that this balance is even. It's a whole lot of God, a whole lot of family, a whole lot of business, and a little bit of chilling. The chilling can't be equal to the family, the business, or your God. If the chilling is equal to any of them, you ain't going to make it. Quit chilling, man, and go to work like a man. Do what you're supposed to do. Work on your family. Work on your relationship. Work on your God. Work on your business. And then when you chill, you might not chill as long, but you sure going to chill bigger. You're going to ball bigger, baby. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please, on this very, very blessed Monday morning. Uh, we are all very, very fortunate to be here. I uh, hope your weekend was great. I hope your Mother's Day was great. Uh, congratulations to all the mothers out there. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for all you've done. And thanks for all the things yet to come. It is a great thing to have a mother, man. So that's a blessing. So, and it's Monday. It's the day after, and we are all here. Uh, we got the two mothers in the building and the other mothers, too. So. We all here. <laughs> yeah, that, the real yeah. Mother's Day is over now. It's just the other Mother's Day. <laughs> What's up, Shirley? Hey, Steve. How you doing? Oh, I'm pretty fair. Carla Pharrell. Hey, Steve. What's up? Hey, crew. Junior. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. Jay. I know what to do. I know exactly what to do. Tommy. Jay. <laughs> Jay. Yep, cut him off before he gets started. <laughs> he just can't see. Dang, we I know what to do. I know exactly what to do. What? Mm. I'll tell you next huh. season. Don't <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> stab right away, huh? That was the funniest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. I thought What's it was that? some, what, some what? knowledge. Harden, when he asked, he asked him, do you know what to do? Uh. He, he said... <laughs> Oh, I was crushed. Man. Houston, was baby. Rocket. Houston. Yeah, y'all have a problem, huh? Yeah. Oh, we died a long death. Did you see Beyonce of a and Jay-Z dog. at the game? Yeah, with her I dark saw him hair. At the game. Uh-huh. Who? Uh-huh. Her dark Beyonce. hair. Beyonce. Yep. They ain't helped the game. They ain't helped the game. But everybody was talking about her hair. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least she won. It was trending. <laughs> I thought her hair was nice. 
It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Oh yeah, yeah. it's been beautiful. Oh, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, they Ain't were no talking about it in man. a good way. I, I always have to ask you guys: Was that a beating or an ass whooping? Which one? <laughs> Tommy. Well, okay, Jay, we ain't got to keep doing We ain't got to do this. No. Team Tommy. Okay, do, Tommy. No. Team Tommy. Jay, we lost. Yeah. Let's just let it go. Well, no, I'm with Jay on that, you know. I'm Team Jay. <laughs> Aww, you, was you ain't never been Team Jay. You ain't never been Team Jay. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, I'm Team Jay on that one. Who was it, Tommy, Kier? We Tommy. lost. We uh, yeah. lost. Oh, That's no. all that was? Was a loss? No, nah, it was an ass whooping. Yeah, okay, thank you. Because we went home. Yeah. And on top of that, Steph Curry. No points in the first half. 33? <laughs> but, Junior, we was at home. We, oh, it was painful. That's the well, that's well, at least problem. it was a we short was trip then. The good thing about being home, y'all didn't have that far to go to go to bed. Nah. <laughs> Play nah, the game yeah. and just go straight to bed, Jay. <laughs> we are getting our phantoms and we drive to our mansion. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Shaq said, Steve. You go and you leave. You go home. When we lose, we go Win or lose. Oh. <laughs> so that's it, man. Y'all gone. Uh, see? We Talk done, baby. Yeah. We over there with Cleveland. That's where we at. Oh, no. okay, no. all right. No. Shade. No. They been sitting down. Put my sunglasses on. No, 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 you wasn't over there with Cleveland. Cleveland wasn't even in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Cleveland wasn't even in the playoffs. All right, look. I'm glad you know that. I'm glad you. Look, uh, coming up at 32 after the hour, we're going to find out what the crew did over the weekend inside of Weekend Review when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time for weekend review. Uh, let's just find out what everybody did over the weekend. Uh, how was everybody's weekend? Carla, how was yours? I'm about to say weekend was good, Shirley. Uh-huh. Thank you for asking. Went to brunch and just hung out with the family because, you know, the weekend before I traveled. Yeah, Disney with World. the baby. I was exhausted. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, all good. What about you, Mother's Day? Same thing, same thing, basically. Got my flowers, all yeah, that. Got my car. You ain't cooked yeah. nothing, cook nothing, did you? Yeah, I hope you. Uh-uh. No, that Mother's Day. You uh, it cook. was Mother's, <laughs> Day's Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> okay. Thank you. If you can't cook, why would you cook on Mother's Day? <laughs> of all the weekends, I'm not cooking on Mother's Day weekend. No, no, but it was a no. great. What about weekend. this weekend? Coming up, uh, I'm a mother and it's the weekend. Yeah, I'm a mother and it's the weekend. Really, where did your husband eat? I mean, do he? He I don't. Mean, did he just bring food home every night? <laughs> he don't. He yeah, make man, a lot don't. of sandwiches, Tommy. <laughs> man, look, man, he's surely. fine. Okay, he's fine. That's a shame. He's fine. He went well, to the Uber Eats. Calls fine. him and says, "I'm coming that way. You need me to bring you something." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know you'd be hungry. <laughs> funny, funny. Snatch my chips out of my hand. There's people in the neighborhood right that check yeah. on us. <laughs> my next door neighbors do. They really do. Yeah. They really mm-hmm. do. Great people they are. Mr. Mexican named black man. You okay? You got something to <laughs> You want some to <laughs> How was your weekend, Steve? Oh, uh, well, I work Saturday. Uh-huh. And so, uh. Took my wife out to dinner Saturday night, just me and her. Oh, nice. Uh, Romantic. Crustaceans. Crustaceans. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, and Man, they, they remodeled got, uh, it. It's nice. Oh, they've remodeled it, and they've yeah. got it some looks new good. food it on looks, the menu. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. Nice. Owner came out. Chef came out. Had a couple special items for us. Oh. It was nice. And then- uh, Oh, the owner come out when yeah. y'all go yeah. there? Yeah. I ain't never seen no damn owner. <laughs> they come out when y'all there? Well, Tommy, you know- Why is it always a competition? Tommy- 
I done been there three times since they remodeled. I ain't seen the owner yet. The well, owner come out when well, you there. But Tommy, Tommy, if you don't know the owner, the owner could be out there. You just don't know. Right. Now they ain't. But what the owner table. look like then? So since so I know next time I go. You don't know him. A just little older him. Asian lady. And she come out and talk to you. She said, our restaurant is your home. Nice to have you back in here. That's your home. Yeah, your home? All that money well, you spent in there, Tommy. Yeah, I, mean, I just spent over $5,000 for the last since they've they been remodeled. Tommy, what you got to do is, all you got to uh, do, Tommy, Tommy, just get the private room one time and have a chef's what table. Private room? Stand. Where the private room at? Where that's it? He didn't, he didn't know they had a private room. Well, he ain't going to ask because he don't want to hear the answer. <laughs> Well, see, I didn't uh, even know they had it. They got a private well, room? See, the reason, they don't have, we, the reason you don't know they got a private room, you don't ask about nothing because your ass cheap. I don't think I'd be see, laughing this hard. Uh, we just got here. See, you don't <laughs> want to know about no private room because you don't want the answer oh. about the private room. Mm. Yeah. Every restaurant got a private room. You just got to ask. But see, you cheap, you don't want the damn answer. I didn't know they, they had a private room. You didn't know that? You ain't never asked? No, I ain't asked because I ain't know. Closed mouth <laughs> can't get fed in the private room. Mm. Uh, mm. That's in the Bible. Yeah, that's a blues song, yeah, I think Steve. That's, and I think it's in the Why Bible, Why are you Jake? biblically me? Why are you biblically me? Why is you doing that? I didn't know it was in the Bible. <laughs> Shocked everybody. Shirley one brought that up. It's not I'm kidding. just telling you it's not in your aura of thinking because you don't think to ask for extra because you don't want to pay the extra. Let's I tell don't mind the truth. Paying no, the you extra. don't. I, well, I didn't know they Every had Every time a, you find out the extra price, then you got to complain about it. Well, oh, how much is the extra room? Then I got to feel guilty and all Here this. How much, how much is the extra room? How much you say you done spent total when you been there? He said five. five. Okay. At you least five. I done oh, been there okay. eight times. I done spent by five. Okay, cool. You can't sit in the private room. <laughs> well, well, I can't wait. You're wait, out stop. there with the rest I of us. I can go in the private. Yeah, How much is here. the private room? How much have you spent the total times you've been there? At least five thousand over now, the I'm times you. I've gone. Now, okay, with well. that in mind, you ain't getting in the private room. Wow. Why hey, we how still much talking? is the private room? It's more than more five grand. More than you didn't spent yeah. for the ten damn times you've <laughs> been there with your cheap ass. Man. Man, the private room is more yeah. than five thousand. Get over here with me and Jay. Uh-huh. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. <laughs> hey, man. The private care. room is more than five thousand. Hey, Tommy. Tommy. Listen, man. This <laughs> why ain't would what I you do, do that? <laughs> see, then why ask about the private room? Now you see my point. I, it's I'm not wrong. finna spend no. Well, I, and, and that's why you're not finna sit in the private room. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, okay. this ain't hard. What is in the private room? Privacy. <laughs> I don't like your rich attitude. I like that. That's my That's privacy. What's in the private room? Privacy. It's, it's tables, privacy. chairs, and just you and your girl. Can well, y'all do I'm, it in there? Can well, y'all let me ask you a question. In the restaurants? Well, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Well, 5000 ought to be able to do it. Hey, man. You, you me, need to stay in there me, for five damn thousand dollars Move in. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead, go ahead. When you go to the restroom in a public place, (laughs) Mm -hmm. don't you want a dough on your toilet? Thank you. I do want a dough. But but wouldn't you want a dough? Can I do it in the room you was in? Can I do it? You could, but they could walk in and see you. Don't tell them, Why don't you just rent it and find out? (laughs) 
there a bed in there? I'm not going to do over five grand. I can't do it. I want to do it. Tommy, you can do it. You can do it in the gas. Is there a flat screen? Do they have I a flat have screen? I have done it everywhere. But if I'm going to spend five, you your car, I'm going to go, you idiots. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right, I listen. spend $5,000. I can't do it. Coming well, up I next. It is Monday, so you know if what you that means. If you spent the $5,000, you'd be able to do it. But you ain't going to spend that, so now you got to find another way to get it done. <laughs> Church complaints do coming up next with Reverend Motown. You don't want to spend a $4,000 for a purse? You got the money. you cheap ass. And, <laughs> and Deacon Def Jam coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, it is Stevie Wonder's birthday. Love us from Stevie Wonder. Stevie! And yes, and our girl Rihanna is making big moves in fashion, okay? We'll tell you about what she's doing coming up. But first, it is time for Church Complaints. Come on, man. We're here on Monday. Monday, early. Prepared for complaints, yeah. knowing full well what they gonna complain about. Let me make a couple announcements uh, for uh, this Monday morning. Want to say uh, so sorry to the Houston Rockets. Oh. Uh, What's for, that got to do with church complaints? Well, a lot of the members of our church is Rocket fans. Thank you, thank you. Thank yes, we are. And they are. They were. Why are we bringing this up right and now? Obviously, Pat. you is one of them. So let me just finish what I was gonna say. <laughs> but it, uh, it, it, uh, but y'all didn't win, and neither did we. Philly. Know we didn't win, and, and why I are we bringing it? I want to say uh, to the Philadelphia 76ers, if y'all don't get Joel Embiid ass under that basket, <laughs> where there will be an option to either throw it low or kick it back out, I don't know who coached this team, <laughs> but he needed he needed he needed a reassignment. I just well, let me ask say you something, Pastor, before, before we start complaining. Yes. Could Embiid go to the Rockets, and would that be a stronger organization? Now then? y'all don't want to whip or. Uh, Golden State. I don't care who go there. Or you had your opportunity. CP was healthy. Or I don't like your attitude. I don't like your attitude. I don't like y'all winning skills. So. <laughs> you don't like our winning skills. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like my attitude. I don't like y'all's attitude about winning. You must right, not care about it that much. Well, no, we care about winning, but I don't think we... I, you we, had an opportunity. We have some problems that, that we tall need to work. Tarantula boy out. Well, what did Cleveland do? Cleveland wasn't ever gonna be in it when LeBron <laughs> went out to the Lakers. Now what? Well, what why are you even talking if Cleveland didn't do nothing? I'm talking because you is a Houston fan. And, and I don't want to discuss. I do too. not want to discuss any of this. Well, if you quit talking, it would have been over. I was just going to pray for y'all in the offseason. <laughs> oh, you jumped the gun, oh. Deacon. Well, this is the first time you decided to give somebody some prayer. And that's the first well, time I'm I've not a that. praying <laughs> minister. Huh? Well, what kind? What does that mean? You're not a praying <laughs> minister. A praying I don't have time to pray because all I handle is damn complaints. 
Oh, okay. I now see you what want proud? You want out this situation? W- which one you want? And here it is again. When I got ready to pray, what he do? He complained about what I'm talking about. Mm. Houston is on the sideline. That's what that is. <laughs> well, Cleveland ain't doing nothing either. But we wasn't. We didn't lose the other day, though, did we? No, no. you didn't make it. No, that. we wouldn't make it. But you were so <laughs> damn hoping you did, though, didn't you? Your answer is at the I, house. Do you have a church complaint? Or you I have keep, church complaint. This, this is not about you. what. Um, you, you know what, Pastor? I, I know. I want to fight you. <laughs> I, I wish you would. Well, hell, I got news for you. You ain't going to win that either. <laughs> uh, due to the Santa Ana wins, Pastor, the lace front relay race has been canceled. But uh, the women are asking, can they uh, really? still do it ball-headed? But the, it's up to you if, if if you decide to let them run ball-headed. Well, due to the Santa Ana winds, it was blowing all them balls out them baskets in that game this weekend, too. Pastor, <laughs> we're not talking about basketball. All right. Well, we- I'm just saying that must have been their excuse, too. I don't care if the ball-head win- women won the race or whatever. Just run it. You can run it with no hell. Run it with no hell. <laughs> Let me write that down. Run it with no hell. Pastor has okayed that mm-hmm. ball headed race. Mm-hmm. All right. <sighs> My next complaint is uh, Brother Rashid Ambrose has an ED. Problem, erectile dysfunction. Now, he went and got hypnotized. The problem we're having, Pastor, is when he hears the words all rise, he rises. So uh, the usher this past Sunday said all rise, and, of course, he rose. And Mm -hmm. we need to fix this because... He rises every time he hears all rise. Mm-hmm. Well, the Rockets got a erectile dysfunction <laughs> problem, too, because they can't stand up to the damn uh, Golden State Warriors. It seemed like they just laying there, just getting their whooped on. What does that have to do with Rashid and I don't know, because Rashid ain't in the Rashid on the Rockets team. No, there is not. Well, you Brother might Rashid well Ambrose is a member of this either. church. What? <sighs> Pastor, I have been following you and this congregation yes, for quite some time. Yes, sir. I have been a loyal speaker to you. Don't cry, dear. Yeah. And I have been here... I tell you what, Dickie, just go to the next complaint. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to do it with you. you. You're not going to do it? Well, I tell you what, the Houston Records and the Houston Rockets not going to do it either. (laughs) Nah, nah, nah. Now, you going to do the complaints or what you going to do? I'm going to do the complaint. But you do not have to bring him. Come on, just come on and do them then, Deacon. Sister Yolanda Adams is asking to join our church, not by not physically, but she wants to join the church 
and by email because she is so busy. And do you want her as a member? Well, let me ask you this right here. Ain't Sister Yolanda Adam from Houston? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, we're not having another Houston member on this talk on church because all this crying when they lose, you're going to lose again next year. So call Sister Yo Adam and tell her, as long as she's from Houston, she can't be a member of this church because then what we got to do is we got to tape everybody up every time they lose the damn game and you keep losing, 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 losing every year to the same damn team. And right. I'm tired of them. All right, we got to go, Pastor. I Thank know we got to go. Hey, yeah. Houston got to go, too. <laughs> we might as well whip my ass because the show can't whip hey, State there. No custom in church. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, we have to say happy birthday to our friend and legend, musical legend, Stevie Wonder. My man. Woo! Yeah. Stevie Wonder, 68 today, Steve. Man, go ahead. Steve. Taurus, baby. Taurus. The bull. Musical genius. Yes. One yes. of the greatest albums of all time. Songs, Songs in the, the Key, key of Life. life. <laughs> yes, boy, sir. Boy, I got to tell you another good one, though. Talking book. Oh, yeah. I got to tell you another good one, though. Music Aquarium. Yeah. I got to tell you another, another one, though. Hotter than July. <laughs> that boy been making heat so long, I don't know what to do, boy. That <laughs> damn Steve. Yeah. You say you don't know what to do. That boy got hit. Me. That boy made heat. He's, he's saying about 13 hours. And All he, them songs is hits. And one of your favorites, As. Mm-hmm. As. Lord no, have mercy. No. As. As if. A S. Just A S. Yeah, just one S. I thought that's what he said. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, he, uh-uh. he's stretching. As. As <laughs> if. <laughs> what is it, Steve? What's the title? As. Oh, as if. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. As if. Happy birthday to Stevie Wonder. We love you, Stevie My man, Wonder. You're a legend, boy. Appreciate all the great music, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sir, they don't make them like that. No, they do nah, not, nah, Carla. Nah. No, they do not. A double album with a 45 on the inside of the case. Come on, Very superstitious. <laughs> no, they don't make them like that. Uh-uh. They don't Just do that no more. Stevie Wonder and Jodeci. That's it. Right in the me a And who? What did you say? <laughs> you heard him. <laughs> you couldn't hear where well. you didn't put Jodeci in the same damn group with Stevie Wonder. He did. You're a stinky wow. young ass. <laughs> Is that what Junior just did? Man, what did he just do? Hey, dog, hey, dog, don't nobody ever say Jodeci's birthday. <laughs> I, I do. Did, you know did he Junior say it was Jodeci's birthday? You know Junior thinks he's the fifth member of Jodeci, on, Steve. Uh, yeah. You fifth. can't Come. tell me Jodeci and Steve Wonder ain't got hit. No, Junior. Don't tell me. Stevie Wonder and Jodeci don't have hit. You should never say Jodeci, okay? Never. in the same. Tell him, Jay. Yeah. Once you say Stevie Wonder, the world, you have to wait a while before you even bring up jealousy, okay? <laughs> I like think a couple that, of days. The rosebuds know to bloom in early May. Come on, boy. Just his kindness knows no shame. Know through all your joy and pain. I'll be, be loving, loving you always. Come on, boy. Tomorrow, no, I'm living, but tomorrow. Could make me the past for that I mustn't fear. Boy, you you that song right Did there. Did Jodeci yeah. got anything like that? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah we nothing got one. Close. Oh. <laughs> they got nothing close. Come on. Yeah, come on, got Junior. one. 
Pay my money. <laughs> <laughs> my house and my. It's same feeling. It's the exact same feeling. That's I close a little my different. eyes too. That's a little I, different, when Junior. I sing too. Does Jodeci have as and as me? Riding on the rock and you gave me a star. And then half a mile from heaven, you dropped me back down to this cold, cold well. Cold, too cold. You took me. What you got? Feening. You got me feening. It's the same feeling. It's the same. It's the same feeling. You better listen to Jodeci Feening. It's different. It's think about you. Yeah. Think yeah. about you, baby. Oh, we got something just like What? Come on, Junior. Come, Come and talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah. I really <laughs> want to meet you. Can I talk to <laughs> you? Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann that. Well, anyway, good morning, everybody. Okay, good morning. This is Antrip with the news. The chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff, says that Special Counsel Robert Mueller has agreed to testify before the panel about his team's Russian meddling report. Just when that's going to happen, though, is not clear. Schiff says on ABC News this week Sunday that, quote, the American people have a right to hear what the man who did the investigation has to say, and we now know we certainly can't rely on the attorney general who misrepresented his conclusions, unquote. Cops in Houston have charged an area man in connection with the disappearance of a four-year-old African-American girl, his stepdaughter. Authorities say that little Malia Davis has been missing for a week ever since her stepfather claims he was taken. she was taken by a carjacker. Investigators say that blood from the stepfather, Darian Vince's apartment, has been linked to Malia, so he's now being charged with tampering with evidence. Surveillance video shows him carrying a full laundry basket out of his apartment and that that basket was recovered out of the trunk of his car Neither Malia or her body have yet been found. Finally, the long, long, long delayed department trial, departmental trial of Staten Island, New York City cop Daniel Pantaleo begins today. Pantaleo is accused in the 2014 chokehold death of Eric Garner, which the medical examiner labeled a homicide and which caused reactions all over the country, uh, demonstrations against police brutality. A ruling last week stipulates that the watchdog agency bringing the case to court, the Civilian Complaint Review Board, uh, has to prove that Pantaleo violated departmental rules, but also that his actions fit for criminal charges. A Staten Island grand jury refused to indict this guy. However, if he's convicted in his police departmental trial, he'll either be fired or lose some vacation. Meanwhile, according to the New York Times, chokeholds, which police brass in New York claim have been banned, they're still being used by members of the NYPD. The Times says that records of complaints show that some cops are still using chokeholds, but that only a tiny fraction of the cops accused of using chokeholds have been found guilty or faced discipline. Sad news. Tributes are pouring in for actress Peggy Lipton, who played Julie on the 60s TV detective show The Mod Squad and who died on Saturday after losing her battle with cancer at age 72. Peggy Lipton was divorced from Quincy Jones. Their daughters, Rashida and Kadada, were at her bedside when she passed. Finally, even though Detective Pikachu made $58 million over the Mother's Day weekend, number one was Avengers Endgame and for the third weekend in a row. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. We will. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Well, they've got whatever it takes. Endgame made another 63 mil. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, in Mother's Day trending news, um, we have to say congratulations to your beautiful wife, Marjorie Harvey. Marjorie was honored this past weekend at the Women of Excellence Luncheon, yes, by the Ladylike Foundation. Uh, through the Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation, you guys gifted, this is really special, Steve, mm-hmm. and wonderful, you guys gifted a young lady to pay for the rest of her college tuition. Yeah, that's big right there. Just thank so you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. You're going to pay for the rest of her college tuition. Here's a moment when Marjorie surprised the young lady with the announcement. Take a listen. Also, I understand that um, Leah is paying for one year of your college. I don't know if you're going for two years, three years, four years, or whatever it is. But young lady, my husband and I, we will gladly pay for the rest of your A lot of people don't know what that really means. That's so big. A lot of people have no idea what that means when you're getting your tuition paid. That's for. right. That's right. Man. Hey, man, because <laughs> you ain't generous been of you guys. Steve. You don't no, know I, I, what I that really means. Because that's important uh, that my wife recognizes that stuff. This young girl was in foster care. She had uh, aged out of foster care. She had nowhere to go. She has a boyfriend. Her boyfriend convinced of her, his parents to let her live with him with, or with them. And so this parent, these people over in Crenshaw just took this girl in so she just have somewhere to live. She's a sweetheart of a young girl mm-hmm. and her boyfriend's parents was good enough to let her live there. She had no way of paying for college so my wife picked up the other three years and I thought that was absolutely fabulous because I didn't know about it till it was done. And then <laughs> on my last show of the season that we taped uh, Thursday, uh, I went to Kent State and I got seven boys, eight, eight, eight boys, eight, eight African American boys. Uh, we paying for eight African boys full scholarship rides to Kent State Junior. Whoa! So yeah. that's a total of nine teams in one week yeah. that we'll be sending to college. And one of our goals is, Marjorie and I, we don't speak about it, but our goal is throughout our career, and we're, we're on our way. Uh, I'm not going to say the number we're at now, but it's up there. We're mm-hmm. sending 10,000 students to college full paid. 10,000. Wow. 10, That's our goal. Wow. That's big. Wow. We're looking at the, the supply that God has. Amen, Steve. Amen. See, Amen. God yeah. has an endless source of supply, so mm-hmm. that's what we're depending on. How are we going to do it? We don't exactly know how, but whenever we get the money, put together like we did nine this week, and we're going to do when we can. And we're going to see it through. We're going to make that goal happen. Before I leave this world, we're going to send 10,000 kids to college, full-page scholarship. Woo! Go ahead. All right, Steve and Marjorie. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. All right, well, listen, coming up next, J. Anthony Brown is here. He's going to murder another hit right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, introduce Jay. J. Anthony Brown. You can do better than that. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this boy right here from that other station that was so sorely losing and using him, I picked him up, dusted him off, turned him into somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, he's here. He is fresh. I want that that every time I do. This boy right here (laughs) come to work with a smile on his face. 
in spite of his uh, adversity, and God is blessing him. And ladies and gentlemen, standing strong while he's sick. Come on. Put your hands together for that damn J. Anthony Brown. Woo-hoo! Next one, man. Yeah. Hey, hit it. J. Anthony Brown. Hit it. Hit it. Mmm, I broke down again. Gotta catch the bus again. Can't win, can't. Yeah, I gotta catch that bus to work. I gotta do. I'm gonna ride until my budget. So I gotta take that bus to work. I gotta go. I'm gonna ride until my budget. So you know I'm tired of walking around, but I gotta get to work. The boots on and my feet are really hurting. I just missed the last bus. The driver saw me wave. Now I'm standing at the bus stop, sweating like a slave. Won't somebody tell me something? When is another bus coming? Won't somebody tell me something? When is another bus coming? My child support is due. Hey. And I gotta get paid. Hey. Said he would fire me if I ever showed late. Hey. The world is getting too me. My life should be a move. Hey. Sitting on the bus, I got some gum stuck on my boots. Hey. Won't somebody tell me something? When is another bus coming? Won't somebody tell me something? When is another bus coming? Trails off with get sore, get sore, get sore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the book gotta be <laughs> completely <laughs> sore. Yeah. But that's that country yeah. song. That's that old yeah. town. Yeah, is that you on the harmonica? Yeah. Little Nas X, y'all. Yeah, the rapper. Okay, 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 yeah. okay. It is. We murder hits over here. That's what we do. Uh-huh. You yeah. still murder. talented. Yeah. That's just depressing. Oh, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it's funny. Who kids love that song? Yeah, they do. Uh, he's, he's huge. That's the number, number one, one song in the country. Yes, it is. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. my daughter wow. loves that song. Yeah. What we do here? Murder. Well, well you the truth, Jay. You are music. the truth. I'm right up there with Stevie Wonder, Jodeci, and me. <laughs> <laughs> Last week you were the a big, the biggest rapper. Yeah. 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 This yeah. week I got I got news for Junior. It's gonna hurt him, Jay. But I'll put you right up there, right after Stevie Wonder. I'll put you in front of Jodeci. Before Jodeci. <laughs> and Junior about to kill him. I can't believe you just did that. Yeah, I know you can't. Ah. Hey, Junior. Junior, you actually think Jodeci is better than uh, Earth, Wind & Fire, don't you? No, 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 no. They just as good. <laughs> nah. As Earth, Wind & Fire? Yeah. I, say, Let's get I get the same feeling when I hear both. <laughs> I don't know how the hell you do. They you? don't get the same feeling. <laughs> The nephew is up next with a prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, right about four minutes after it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he can't get rid of his hood mentality. Mm. 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 Right now, though, that it is could the... be three people on this show. 
Well, actually, folks. <laughs> actually, actually, yeah. actually, 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 Carly in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I fine. What? Carly, mm-hmm. you know you in there. Oh, come on, Carly. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Shut up, Junior. You don't even know Jodeci, right? (laughs) Right now, the nephew's here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Sometimes you got to bring the news, Shirley. Sometimes you got to let them know. You're not graduating. Oh, man. You are not graduating. Wow. Somebody got to bring the news. Somebody got to tell them. Somebody got to Yeah. Everybody got their own role. This is my role. I got to let you know. You're not graduating. Running. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Trevon, please. Uh, this him? Who is this? Uh, this is, uh, my name is Joseph. I work over in Student Affairs. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Listen, uh, you're supposed to be, um, this is your fifth year here at the university. You're graduating in, um, in the next seven, eight days, am I right? Yes, sir. I'll be out of this joint. <laughs> okay. Listen, I'm giving you a call. We got a bit of a problem here uh, that we want to try and discuss with you, and maybe we can get you over at Student Affairs and come in and have a meeting with us, but we wanted to bring it to your attention. Now, you took a uh, – one of your last subjects was English, uh, and you had an English exam with a uh, – you guys are writing an essay. Am I, am I, am I correct about that? Yeah, and uh, yeah. That's true. Okay. It seems that we got some problems here that the uh, professor there is actually insinuating that you may have cheated on this on this essay that you've actually written. What? Cheated? No. From what he's telling us here at Student Affairs is that you may have uh, plagiarized some things uh, that uh, that were in your essay. Dude, no, nah, I didn't. I didn't plagiarize nothing that was in the essay. Everything is documented like it should be. So I don't know what you're talking about especially uh, cheating on no exam or no paper, nothing like that. You must have got me mixed up with somebody else. No, 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 not at all. You're actually Mr. Trevon, correct? I mean, that's me, but I didn't cheat on no exam or no paper okay. for that matter. Okay, well, let me let me try to bring you up to speed here, Trevon. What we're going to need is we're going to need you to actually come in and talk to us over here at Student Affairs so we can try to get this thing rectified. But I will let you know, it's going to take a, a, a few more days longer than graduation. So as of right now, you're actually not going to be walking uh, and graduating with the rest of the students. What, man, uh, dude, man, you, nah, you got me messed up. What, what you mean I'm not going to be walking? Well, uh, until we get this situation rectified here, you're not going to be graduating with the rest of the students. Now, man, nah, 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 I don't know what y'all got to do, but y'all need to figure it out and find out what the problem is. Man, I didn't cheat on no exam. The hell are you talking about, dude? My family is coming down here, and you talking about I cheated on an English exam. The hell, I look like cheating on an exam, for, and I'm getting ready to graduate. Man, now, y'all need to fix it, like, right now, like today while we're on the phone. We can't do that. It's a little, it's a sensitive subject, and like I said, it seems like it's plagiarism. I mean, you know, if we can get you to actually come over to Student Affairs next Wednesday. Man, you, man, you got me up. What you mean, next Wednesday, dude? I'm graduating in a few days. What you talking about next Wednesday, man? Why my professor didn't give me a call? Why are you calling me? Sir, this is not something that professors actually take care of. This is a student affairs situation. Now, and it's a very sensitive situation. Now, what we want to do is try to get this thing taken care of. And if you, if what you're saying is actually true, then you'll probably graduate okay, in okay, August so when man, we man, have the man, next... Man, uh, you got me... I'm telling you right now, this is some... You got me... August? Man, I'm graduating this... Semester. I've been here too long to go through some 
my last few weeks of school, and you talking about August? Sir, sir, I, 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 I ain't even trying to hear, dude. I'm not trying to hear what you got to say, man. I'm not even trying to hear what you got to say, man. My family is coming down here from everywhere to see me graduate, man. I'm the first boy to graduate from my family. You talking about some talking about I cheated on the paper? A paper, dude? A paper? Man, you got me up, man. I'm going to work two and three jobs to see me through this school, and now I'm getting ready to graduate, and you talking about I Gotta wait until August to graduate? Man, hell no. Nah. I'm on my way to the office right now, and you can tell whoever the professor is that I'm on my way, and he needs to be there, too. Sir, all I can really tell you is that man. we can try and get this thing rectified man, as early man, as next Wednesday. Like, man, what's your name again? And where is where's your office? I'm, I'm at Student Affairs. I'm Joseph. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So I'm about to get in my car right now, and I'm about to come over there, and we're going to handle this today. And, I, and how you singling me out? Cheating on the exam or paper, man? What the is that? Sir, sir, all they're saying is the professor man, saying that there's a possibility dude, of plagiarism here. Man, are you kidding me, dude? I've been here five years. I'm the first male to graduate from college, man. My grandma is 82 years old, and she coming here to see me graduate. And you're telling me some about cheating on the paper, and I got to wait till August to graduate? Man, that Man, you tell that professor to come to your office right now because I am already in my car on my way to come to your office and we're going to handle this today. That man, you got me with I don't have any more room on my schedule to actually pull anybody in today. How you going to call me with a like this? Talking about you ain't got room on your schedule? Man, hell no. Miss, Mr. Whatever your name is, I'm on my way to your office right now. And all I got to tell you, all I got to tell you, and I'm telling you up front, it's going to be a problem if I ain't graduating in a few days. You got to deal with me. You got to deal with my family, my mama. We don't play this. Then you got to stop. Sir, I, I, I under, uh, is, is there a possibility that maybe you plagiarized and didn't know that you did that? Dude, man, what the you mean? The paper was over some that I already knew. Sir, can I, can I, can I tell you one more thing and then, and then I'll ask you. You can't tell me a thing. You didn't already call me with the something I can't graduate with my class after I didn't been this for five years. The sacrifice and study my off and you telling me I can't graduate until August? You ain't got to tell me. I, I, I do have one more thing I need to tell you, and then I'll let you be on your way, okay? Man, go, go ahead. Are you, are you, are, can I tell you what I want to tell you? Dude, go ahead. I'm telling you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone call by your best friend, Brian. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Man, dude, somebody gonna <laughs> playing jokes like that, dude. Man, do you know how hard I worked in school to get out this five years? Five years. Man, I'm telling Man, you. Man, you are the first black male in your family to graduate from college. You're yeah. doing it big, boy. Man, I know, man. It's been a journey, bro. I can tell you it's been a journey, oh. man. I got one more thing to ask you, baby. What is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, it's that Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> Was I wrong for that? Yes. No, no, uh, no. Not really, brother. Really. Anybody feel yeah, like I, I crossed the line? Anybody? You crossed yes, it. You always yes. do. Hit home for me. You know. It hit home. You know, I don't care nothing about him, the first one graduating no, no, and his, his no, grandmama no. coming. I don't care nothing about that. I don't care nothing about that. I, I got to look why, past why that. Why would you? Why would you? Thank you. Thank you. You never let nothing get in the way of the prank. You not graduate. I don't care nothing about your grandmama coming down there to the school. You ain't, your ass ain't graduate. Yeah, take his ass to the private room because he ain't going to graduate. How about that? <laughs>
Man. Get ready, Chuckles. The nephew is coming to town. Chuckles, Chuckles, Chuckles. Memphis, Tennessee. The nephew is coming to town. Memorial weekend. That is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Tickets are on sale right now. The nephew is coming to town. Shirley and Carla, all your relatives that are there, I will not be giving them complimentary <laughs> tickets. I'm telling you. Get your tickets. They're on sale right now. I don't have relatives in Michigan. Oh, I have so many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> Oh, they whoa, they welcome. I laugh. <laughs> I catch you on the next city. All right, listen. Uh, thank you, nephew. <laughs> we'll be back with uh, the strawberry letter. The subject is he can't get rid of his hood mentality. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now, today. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Thank you, Neff. Subject, he can't get rid of his hood mentality. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 28-year-old married woman and my husband just turned 30. We have a great marriage, but I need you to help me settle an argument. We are both black, but we come from very different backgrounds. He was raised in a poor urban area that was predominantly black. I was raised in a middle-class suburb that was very racially diverse. I often have to tell him that certain things like wearing a do-rag outside the house or blasting loud rap music is not acceptable at his age and in the community we live in now. We just found out that I'm pregnant with twins and we are having a boy and a girl. We've started planning for the two babies and we've been discussing baby names. All of the names that he has suggested are stereotypical ghetto names, and I won't give you an example because I don't want to offend anyone (laughs) that is listening. There have been numerous studies on black children with these made-up names. These kids constantly have to correct people on the pronunciation and spelling of their names, and they are often ridiculed and passed over for jobs later on. I think it is ignorance on the parents' part to do that to a child. I will not do it to my twins. My husband's argument is that the names he chose represent the black culture and our children will be proud of their names when they are old enough to understand their culture and heritage. No one in my family has a ghetto name and it won't start now. I love this man, but he can't separate stereotypes from real life, and he can't adapt to a different lifestyle. How can I explain to him that I want our kids to have every advantage and not ever be made to feel different? What are your thoughts? Please help us. Wow, you guys are are very different. I'm surprised you were able to come together and get married, and you got to know that you can't change anyone. You guys are married now, and you're still trying to change your husband I don't understand why you're trying to do that because it, how's that working for you? It doesn't sound like it's going too well. But I am with you 100% as far as, um, you know, what you're talking about, the culture and all of that. And and, and uh, studies have shown that, you know, kids with certain names uh, are held, can be held back. Unfortunately, you know, that is true. Certain names do hold us back. 
um, and, and all of that. As far as the culture goes, there are many ways for your children to learn it. You can teach them their history and their heritage. Books, always a go-to. The internet, museums, movies, all of that. You can teach them about President Obama. There's plenty of time for them to learn their heritage and, and learn about their history just like we had to. Uh, you know, there's going to be many, many ways to bring cultural awareness to your kids. Quincy and Quitham. Go ahead, I'm sorry. The cultural differences uh, between you and your husband, though, to me, that's a much bigger thing. Uh, and it might take some counseling to work that out um, because he is who he is and you are who you are. And you guys yeah. married each other. Um, you know, and I, I say this, you might need counseling because the twins are coming and, and you both want to be good role models for them. You with your middle class background, your husband with his inner city upbringing. Uh, you know, there's value in both. No, one is not better than the other one. You both bring unique experiences. You guys are going to have to come together. I, I mean, yeah, with the do-rags in public and the loud music, yeah, uh, he definitely can tone that down. Uh, but you guys, these arguments and things like that, you're going to have to figure out a way to work it out or else you're going to bring these tw twins into a major problem here in your marriage. Steve? Well, this is going to be interesting because this is right up my alley. Mm. Uh, my wife and I suffer from the same problem. What? So this is very good. Uh, Marjorie is a lot more polished and diverse than I am. I, on the other hand, am immersed deeply into my cultural blackness. First of all, in your letter, you said we have a great marriage. Well, so do Marjorie. But we come from very different backgrounds. Well, not necessarily, but I grew up urban, predominantly black. She grew up too, but she acted middle-class suburb. I often have to tell him certain things like wearing a do-rag outside the house of blasting a lot of Well, let, let, let's just go back here. She said we are both black. You need to make a correction. Both y'all black. He just black up. <laughs> See, now, in, you you can't, <laughs> this is a gift, lady. This is a gift. There are times when the fact that he is blacker can come into play. That's right. That's right. Take your time. Oh, you need blacker people mm. in certain situations. All right. All right. There are times when the black knob got to get turned up, mm -hmm. there are situations, Sister Shirley, let me just go watch this. See, Sister Shirley's bougie. Give me any situation and just say something you do. Just name me something you do, and I'll show you how to turn it up. Anything I do? Anything I, you do. Uh, I put my get up, shower, put my clothes on, put my makeup on, and... and Go to work. Get my cool. car and right, drive to ready? work. That's yeah. it. Now, 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 we got to hurry up. It's, we got to roll up out of here. <laughs> see? How you, mm. Sometimes we got to roll up out of here. Okay. Give me something else, Shirley. <laughs> uh, I go to the store. Uh, I want to buy something. I pull my credit card out and pay for it. We're going to go down here and get what we can get, and we're going to leave the rest of it down there. <gasps> uh... 
We'll be back with part Ooh, two of Steve's black. response black. right after this. <laughs> Today's strawberry letter, the subject is he can't get rid of his hood mentality. Coming up Thanks, right Steve. after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. Um, the subject, he can't get rid of his hood mentality. We've got a woman who's going to mess her marriage up because she can't get next to her husband's uh, mm. hood ways. But you married him with these hood yeah. ways. That's one of the things that drew you to him, his strength, his stamina, his ability to handle critical situations, the toughness that's made from urban living. You see, uh, we understand that. Well, now, let's get into the second half of this letter. We need uh, to go over some black names. Go now, let's go. Uh, I've asked y'all to send me some if you would look at your phones, but obviously mm-hmm. y'all don't want to help out. So I, 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 oh, I no, just I didn't address no. I just saw it. We'll just start. Do, I just do, saw do, it. We'll just read your texts and yeah. get them to me as I begin. Now, <laughs> now these twins. Uh-huh. A boy and a girl. Sharita and Chiquita. <laughs> now, I know what? that you don't want this boy named Chiquita. <laughs> but Chiquita is a good name simply because it rhymes with Shakita. You see? And that's probably what his thinking is. Now, you got Darkeisha <laughs> is the girl and Taekwon is the boy. <laughs> Now, Taekwon, we need that name because somebody going to misspell it and they're going to get an ass whipping about it. And that'll teach you to learn how to take time to learn these black names. Taquil? It's Taekwon. <laughs> See? Yeah. Then you can go like, like we like cars as names, like the girl named Mercedes and the boy named Chevy. Wow. See, Chevy, heavy Chevy. Chevy get your ass whipped. You understand? <laughs> Then you got uh you got Lucretia mm-hmm. and Travante. Travante? Tra- Tra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucretia and Travante. Mm-hmm. Travante mm-hmm. is a member of a singing group in the Tramps. <laughs> See, you need stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so I'm just telling Jones. you. <laughs> See, so you can have like uh Charletta and Charles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Charles, that see that unhooded it. Unho- that what? That unhooded it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you got, uh, then you can go with stuff like, uh, <laughs> you can go, <laughs> Jamena. <laughs> God, dog. What? That, that ain't hood, Jamena. Jamena? Because mm-hmm. we had Is a lot of names in the jar. I don't know what. That's a girl. That's John Middle. We had a lot of names in the jar. And we put, it was many of them in there. And we just mm. pulled out one. So we're going to name her John Middle. John Middle? What's his name? Boosie. <laughs> what? Because Boosie. Like the rapper? Man. Oh, no, man. Boosie's like the bass player. Oh, bass yeah. Player. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Boosie. John Middle and You know, Boosie. then you got uh, Aquanella. <laughs> Cause she, I want her to grow up to be a swimmer. <laughs> Aquanella and Trackman. 
track man. He's going to be mm-hmm. a runner. Yeah. She going to swim and he going to be a track star. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Or we could just go straight old school hood and be Stella and Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> that is damn near slavery. <laughs> but that's all right. That's Don't nobody want to be called old Stella school. no more. But that's what you're going to be going. Oh. <laughs> uh, or we can go uh, real old schooling. Uh, Harriet. For the girl mm-hmm. and mm. Orenthal <laughs> for the boy. OJ? OJ. Yeah. Or OJ? Yeah, but yes. we just gonna call him Orenthal. You ain't got to bring up OJ. Oh, okay. We don't but, want the boy oh. getting in no trouble. But, people will. Oh, but Orenthal. Mm. But why name him that? Because <laughs> you know because, they're going you know, to. But they not they not you gonna know that's Orenthal, OJ. They're gonna call him O R. Oh. Okay. Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or we can name the girl Josephius. Whoa. <laughs> Spell that. And Myron. <laughs> Myron is a good one. I like a Myron. Steve, can I ask you a question? You can ask, can ask a question. question? Uh-huh. Would these people get called a lot for interviews? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about that. You know, they ain't going to end up self-employed anyway. <laughs> You know, we need to be more entrepreneurs anyway. We ain't raising right. our kids to get no damn interviews. Our kids going to open up rib shacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Uh, then we're going to go keep it real old school. Uh, Millie and Marcus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Just okay. Okay. Marcus. Okay. Uh-huh. Millie and, and Millie. These are good, strong names. <laughs> Millie and Marcus. All right, uh, we got to get out of here, guys. Uh, email us or Instagram us your thoughts. Or your names. On today, or your yeah, names. Or your names, yeah. On today's Strawberry Letter, it's Steve Harvey FM. You can check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 after the hour, uh, trending sports news and the NBA Here's playoffs. my last two. Okay. Bonita. And Bernard. (laughs) You love Bernard. (laughs) We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. NBA playoffs. Go, Junior. Well, uh, we don't have to talk about the rock. Hey, uh, excuse me, Junior. Yes, sir. One last strong name. Kizzy and Harpo. Who is Harpo? Oh, this fool here. You cross pollinated movies right there. Kizzy and Harpo. Mm. Oh, man. That's crazy. Well, we got the Western Conference Finals. Everything is set for the Conference Finals. We got it. You know, Houston's not in it no more, so we gone. But instead. Oh, Junior, we out. We out. But Golden State. And Portland in the West. And then we got uh, Milwaukee versus Toronto. And shout out to that boy. Man, you got to respect him. Oh, my hey, God. Hey, that boy over there at Portland, man. Kawhi? That boy yes. balling. Kawhi Leonard. I had off, sir. Yes. Big oh, shot. Kawhi Cole. Dog. He, he got to go in here. See, they got to go in here and mess with this boy, this Greek boy. They got a strong team up in Milwaukee, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, they got a strong they do. team in Milwaukee. No, they really do, man. They, they bad, man. They won over 60 games this year. And imagine this, huh? Uh, 
Uh-huh. In this final, go ahead. I want everybody to pick though, but I just want to know: you got Milwaukee or Toronto? Which how you gonna? Look I'm at going that? with Milwaukee, man. Okay. The Greek baby, with go with the Greek man. I'm going. I'm going with Milwaukee because I don't see. See, he gets down in the paint, unlike Joel Embiid. He ain't gonna be out there just man. bombing threes. He going to the rack. Oh, I know it was hard for Joel and B to lose that game, but go in that locker room and get in that door behind that door for you Ooh, start crying. He cried too, Joel. Cry. Nah, he cried. But hard. I understand. I, I got understand it. that. He 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 was heartbroken. But they ain't got nobody to blame but themselves. They last three possessions was really, man, and I agree with uh TNT and it's worst three worst possessions I've ever seen. Two shot clock violations and then on, yeah. on a timeout a shot clock violation. Because they don't know how to run a set play because everybody out at the three-point line. Toronto went out there and covered everybody and got them passing lane, and they didn't even have an option down low. It's the dumbest basketball I've ever seen. <laughs> well, mm. let me ask you this, Uncle, in the West. Do you do you just just give me how many games it's going to go between Portland and Golden State? I oh, think it's going to go seven. Seven? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Especially if especially if, if, if Durant don't get back in there. Ooh. And Portland, Portland got a hell of a squad to defend, boy. Yeah, they do, man. Portland yeah, might beat Golden State, y'all. Really? There it is. That's your sports update right there, Shirley. All right. Thank you, Junior. All right. We'll see. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending social media news, Steve Harvey's son, Broderick, talks about his relationship with his dad, Steve. Aw, can't wait for that. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Steve, in trending news, Mother's Day was this past weekend, and Father's Day is coming up next month, you know. Well, your son, Broderick, um, (laughs) we love Broderick, uh, he'll be a special guest on your talk show, and uh, he talked about his relationship with you, Steve. Take a listen. I didn't really have my dad full-time into my life until I was 16, right? They were moving to Atlanta, and they said, hey, Broderick, we want you to move with us because we really want to bring this family together. Now, in my mind, I've been living in Cleveland my whole life. I've been living with my mom. It's been me and my mom. That's it. In the back of my mind, I'm like, no, it's going to hurt my mom. But at 16, I knew that's what I needed as a man. Wow. Deep. Yeah. How you feel when you hear that? I mean, you know, it's the truth. You know, Mm -hmm. people don't know, you know, man, like we talk about all the time, all of our children are products of divorce, all of them. None of our kids have not lived through divorce and separation, none of them. And so it's been challenging for us to blend our family and to make them feel uh, at home and what love is really like. And we've done a, a, a good job of that, getting it done. It has not been without challenges, though. Please understand that. Mm-hmm. It has not been without challenge. It has been tough at times. Because, you know, uh, of course, from time to time, they want things the way they want it. And that oftentimes can't be the case. And so my son and I have had many talks. I think one of the moments in the show that you'll see is when my son admitted to me years ago, Dad, I understand why you left. I do. Because you could not have been who you are had you stayed. And because you left, you 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 don't just belong to me. You belong to a lot of people. You a lot of people's uncle and a lot of people's father out there. And that was your calling in life. And I've come to understand that. 
Right. I love and respect yeah. that. And my son works for me and with me, you know, so. Mm -hmm. we, I'm mature of him, though, Steve. Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. How insightful. I mean, you know, it took some time, you know, yeah. but he, he told me that we were on vacation in Africa one time, mm -hmm. uh, sitting up looking at the end of furthest point of the furthest southern part of hemisphere of the world. We were looking at the last piece of land before it's just nothing but ocean for it goes around the curvature and starts back north. And he said, Dad, I get it, man. I get why you left. And this was a long time ago, you know. And so that, that meant a lot to me. You know, we had a lot of moments to get to the relationship that we have. I have a show with all men on it tomorrow and talking about manhood and what it is. And there's so many men on the show that that didn't have their fathers in their life, period. You know, mm. I was off and on in my son's life up until he was 16. He's actually a little younger than that, 14. But, you know, that was that was it, man. And, uh, wow. you know, it, it took us some time, took me some time to get him. But I finally got him and, you know, it worked out. You know, he's a fine young dude now. So... That's cool, Steve. And he is. He really is. Oh, no, he really is. Yeah, he's a fine young man. He really is, man. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of the man he's wide. become, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, it worked out, you know. Can't get him to settle his ass down. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it goes to show Right. And it man, goes to show you that okay. no matter how things start off, you know, mm -hmm. they don't they don't they may not look good starting off when they first start off, but when they finish, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's what matters, how you right, end right. up, you know. How yeah. you are yeah. now is not where you're going to be. Right, mm -hmm. right. And you just got to hang in there because you don't know how the chapter is going to play out in your that's life. Right, that's right, right. Yeah. that's right, that's right. So don't judge. Mm. Oh, Ooh, don't know it. Yeah. Or think you know the journey, or think mm -hmm. you know. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you don't know some people going through. Keep writing itself. That's right. And everybody has a story, too, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. But um, that was good, Steve. I, I enjoyed hearing uh, your son. That was mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, this is what time it is, people. This what is What time is it? The 2019 Steve Harvey Sand Girl. and Soul Festival, Steve. Girl. It is going Sand down October. Y'all better come on. October 10th through the 14th. Where, Steve? Tell them. Hot ass Pony Connor. <laughs> <laughs> that damn part. Dominican Republic. Yeah. All you can drink. All you can eat. Party all night long. Yeah. Gamble all night come on, long. Uh -huh. Sitting around on the beach come all on, night man. long. Laying oh. out in the water all night long. Meet new people. Yeah. Uh -huh. And fellas. I love it. It was so many fine women over there. And Lord please. have mercy, boy. Fellas, <gasps> listen to me. I'm calling on all the frats out there. Mm. Get your paraphernalia and come on. I'm telling you, if you grown, this what you want they to do. in there Every bar you go to is stacked. Come you on, have fun, didn't I'm you talking about what? <laughs> do you know Junior. how I ain't been that fine since birth? <laughs> do you hear me? <laughs> what is the said? website, Shirley? <laughs> Steve Harvey Sand and Soul dot com. Steve Harvey Sand and Soul dot com. Oh, Junior ain't been that fine. In I know time. since birth. He <laughs> said though. Wow. Steve Harvey Sand and Soul dot com. Get y'all's tickets ordered. We got some specials we're doing for Father's Day, and you might want to copy in on that. Give your man a great gift. Give your girl a great gift. 
See y'all out there. Steve Harvey saying the soul.com in hot ass pony con. Or call 800-684-2825 October 10th through the 14th. 684-2825. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, in Mother's Day trending news, um, we have to say congratulations to your beautiful wife, Marjorie Harvey. Marjorie was honored this past weekend at the Women of Excellence Luncheon, yes, by the Ladylike Foundation. Uh, Through the Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation, you guys gifted, this is really special, Steve, Mm -hmm. and wonderful, you guys gifted a young lady to pay for the rest of her college tuition. Yeah, that's big right there. Just thank so you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. You're going to pay for the rest of her college tuition. Here's a moment when Marjorie surprised the young lady with the announcement. Take a listen. Also, I understand that um, Leah is paying for one year of your college. I don't know if you're going for two years, three years, four years, or whatever it is. But young lady, my husband and I, we will gladly pay for the rest of your A lot of people don't know what that really means. That's so big. A lot of people have no idea what that means when you're getting your tuition paid. That's for. right. That's right. Man. Hey, man, because <laughs> you so ain't generous of you guys. Steve. You don't no, know I, I, what I that really means. do because that's important uh, that my wife recognizes that stuff. This young girl was in foster care. She had uh, aged out of foster care. She had nowhere to go. She has a boyfriend. Her boyfriend convinced of her, his parents to let her live with him with, or with them. And so this parent, these people over in Crenshaw just took this girl in so she just have somewhere to live. She's a sweetheart of a young girl mm-hmm. and her boyfriend's parents was good enough to let her live there. She had no way of paying for college so my wife picked up the other three years and I thought that was absolutely fabulous because I didn't know about it till it was done. And then <laughs> on my last show of the season that we taped uh, Thursday, uh, I went to Kent State and I got seven boys, eight, eight, eight boys, eight, eight African American boys. Uh, we paying for eight African boys full scholarship rides to Kent State University. Whoa! So yeah. that's a total of nine kids in one week yeah. that we'll be sending to college. And one of our goals is, Marjorie and I, we don't speak about it, but our goal is throughout our career, and we're, we're on our way. Uh, I'm not going to say the number we're at now, but it's up there. We're mm-hmm. sending 10,000 students to college full pay. 10,000. 10,000. That's our goal. Wow. That's big. Wow. We're looking at the, the supply that God has. Amen, Steve. Amen. See, Amen. God yeah. has an endless source of supply, so mm-hmm. that's what we're depending on. How are we going to do it? We don't exactly know how, but whenever we get the money, Put together like we did nine this week, and we're gonna do when we can, and we're gonna see that. it through. We're gonna make that goal happen. Before I leave this world, we're gonna send ten thousand kids to college, full page scholarship. Woo! Go ahead. All right, Steve. Steve. Marjorie. Marjorie. Yes. Yeah. Thank Man. you guys. Thank you guys. All right. Well, listen. Coming up next, Jay Anthony Brown is here. He's going to murder another hit right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Here we are. Last break of the day. And uh, time for your closing remarks now. All right. Um, you know what, man? On, on my last talk show, uh, we recorded it. 
Uh, I may release some of it early because it was such a powerful show. Uh, my The two things I wanted to accomplish on my last show was uh, I wanted to be inspirational and motivational, so I had Bishop T.D. Jakes as my guest, and I wanted to do something uplifting, and so we gave away the eight scholarships to the eight African-American boys, four-year full-ride scholarships to the very same school that I flunked out of. Uh, it, it was a great accomplishment to do that. But Bishop Jakes was my guest, and he was promoting his book called Crushing. Crushing, God turns pressure into power. And Bishop Jakes taught me something, man, and I just want to share. I'm paraphrasing what he said. He said it a lot more eloquently than I could ever say it. You know, he's one of the most, he's one of the best speakers, the best motivational speaker I've ever met in my entire life. I've never met a man more motivating than him. Now, he's a preacher for show, but I want you to understand that it gives you real life lessons that can really, really help you out. And his book, Crushing, How God Turns Pressure Into Power, and he was reminding us that under when you're being crushed, it's because God is using you like a grape. You know, we are all grapes. Grapes are the only fruit that is grown to be crushed. And grapes are grown to be crushed because grapes that are that are not crushed, they the fruit, they just simply grapes. I know a lot of, I don't know, nobody don't like grapes. But when grapes are crushed, they become wine. And just because you've been crushed doesn't mean your life is over. When you've been crushed, it means that you're being turned into something and that all of your crushings can take you to a greater place because grapes are designed to become wine. And wine gets better with time. See, when you get crushed, it don't mean your life is over. It means you now have a chance to become wine. Man, it's such a powerful message if you understand what he's saying. Because one of the things he was saying, and, and says it in such a great way, he says, in every painful moment in your life, when the pain goes away, pain always leaves a gift, a present. It's on the table. It's right in front of you. Whenever the pain goes away, it leaves a present for you, a little box with a ribbon on it. And all you got to do is open it. And it's kind of like what I used to say. I said behind every moment of adversity, there's a lesson and a blessing. Well, Bishop put it better. He said, every time you go through pain, pain always leaves you a present, a gift. And it's something for you to open and unlock. Sometimes the the gift that you receive is you are now, after this pain, more experienced. Uh, sometimes pain leaves behind uh, a gift of strength. You are now stronger. Sometimes pain leaves a gift of you are now free. You know, that breakup that seems so hurting at the time, that divorce that seems so debilitating and crushing at the time, and you look at all that time you put into that relationship and it's over. Well, guess what? You're now free. You're now free to go find a relationship that's really meant for you. 
that person you thought you'd spend the rest of your life with that turn out to dog you and crush you, well, now you're free. You ain't got to feel that no more. Every time you get crushed, every time you finish up pain, it leaves a gift for you, a lesson and a blessing. The lesson is now you know not to do that no more. Now you become more knowledgeable, more experienced. So the next time you see that, you know how to handle it a little bit better. But there's also a blessing in it too. Now you get free to go do something else. When they close a chapter in your life, it's time to turn the page. If they close a door, God ain't never closed a door without having another door for you to go through. But you got to look for the present after the pain. Stop taking your pain and wearing it all the way out like it's just final. Because it ain't, man. Like I said the other day, of all the bad days you've ever had, of all the crushing times you've ever had, your track record for surviving all previous crushings is 100%. And that's pretty good. So Bishop Jake's book is called Crushing. I got it on my desk right now. I got my wife a copy. My wife was there that last show. She said, Steve, please get me one of those books. And so I sent out and I got I bought four of the books. And I gave one to my wife for Mother's Day. I just put it on her vanity. And I got one on my desk. And I recommend everybody to get this book, man, because God does turn pressure into power. Every time you get crushed, it's an opportunity to become wine, finer, more flavorful, more robust, a cabernet. You get to be something now. But you can't be it until you've been crushed. Crushing ain't a bad thing. You ain't a grape no more. You get to go be wine. Wine is expensive. Wine, and the older it gets, the better it is. I mean, man, come on. Wow. I know I'm better than I used to be. Ain't y'all better than you used to be? Huh. Thank God for the crushing. That's my remarks today. Quit tripping because you've been crushed. You about to become wine, man. Hey, God, you serve. He bad boy. Yeah, y'all have a good week. Drop it. Right. It's dropped. Drop it like it's hot. Man, been hot. Crush me. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 